This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Thanks for listening to the show. You know, if you're in the market for a new mattress, Casper.com slash Fisher should be the next website you visit. Casper has created an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It's one perfect mattress that's sold directly to you, eliminating the need to endure one of those commissioned salesman mattress stores with inflated prices. Casper is shipped for free to your door, delivered in a sleek, how did it fit in their box? You just let it unfold, and there you have it. One of the most supportive sleep surfaces ever designed, hassle-free. Casper is made in America and is now the most awarded mattress of the decade. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Breathable latex and memory foams are combined for just the right sink and just the right bounce. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Right now, Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash Fisher. Casper.com, promo code Fisher. Terms and conditions apply. Casper.com slash Fisher. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. So are you still hooked on the Olympics? You're still watching some of the Olympic games? Badminton? Handball? Water polo. Oh, man, was I excited about that. But the medal standings, we are large and in charge. 105 overall. Uh, The second leading country, actually with the totals, is China and then Great Britain. But as far as gold medals go, it's the United States, Great Britain, and China right now. Uh, The United States has 38 golds. Great Britain has 25, and China has 22 gold medals in the Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro. Some of the other news. Uh, We got uh, disqualified in the sprint relay. Saw that. (laughs) These guys. Australian athletes questioned by police over accreditation. Hey, we just want to get into the you know basketball arena without proper without you know watching the watching the game. Uh, that's all you know. The semifinal game. We all want to watch that Australia Serbian game. So make sure you have the proper accreditation before you get in there, pal. Okay. And then the big news. Still the only is not. It isn't that Brazil is crappy. It isn't that there have been actual crime surrounding the Olympics. It isn't that Brazil has actually, you know, tried to do the best that they can. It isn't that NBC has tried to make Brazil look good. I love the I love the shots, the far away shots. Look how pretty it is. Don't show anything up close. I love all that. That's great. We want to make everything look good, right? However, Sunday Ryan Lotke claimed at some point 
men pretending to be police officers robbed them of their wallets while they were in a cab. Security footage. Record swimmers Lotke, Fagan, Conger, Gunner. Arriving at the athlete's village in a cheerful mood and laughing with one another. Hmm, weird. Which I'm going to have to take an ADD side road for a moment with that. Everybody tried to give them an out with that. Uh, you know, it was a couple hours later than what they had claimed when they returned. And everybody thought, well, if they were robbed by that time, you know, if they were drinking, um, you know, they could have forgotten about it. I find that difficult to believe. And it would seem that they would want to get back to the Olympic Village in some sort of secured area as quickly as possible if it were to have happened. But no. In the afternoon, Lotke's mother tells Fox Sports in an interview that her son was robbed earlier in the day. Wait, what? The International Olympic Committee denied the robbery even took place. Lotsky told Today Show's Billy Bush the taxi he was driving in was sideswiped, forced to pull over at a gas station, and a group of robbers approached the vehicle. I was with a couple of swimmers. We were coming back from the France house. We got pulled over in our taxi. These guys came out with a badge, a police badge, no lights, no nothing, just a police badge. They pulled us over. They pulled out their guns, and they told the other swimmers to get down on the ground. They got down on the ground, but I refused. I was like, hey, we didn't do anything wrong. I'm not going to get down on the ground. And the guy pulled out his gun, cocked it, put it to my forehead and said, get down. I put my hands up and I was like, whatever. He took our money. He took my wallet. He left my cell phone. He left my credentials, but he took my wallet and he took all the guy's cash. Ryan, you're such a badass. You're such a badass. I refused. I was like, we didn't do anything wrong, so I'm not getting down on the ground. So then the guy pulled out a gun and cocked it and put it to his forehead. I put my hands up and I was like, whatever. <laughs> right there, you knew it was a lie. Come on. you know, I know we didn't want it to be a lie. In our hearts, we didn't want it to be a lie. But come on. Even Mr. Badass Ryan Lotke has a gun to his forehead, gets it cocked, whatever. (laughs) I'm like, get down on the ground, gun to the forehead, whatever. Hey, okay, Ryan. Now, the swimmers didn't call police following the alleged robbery. I mean, why would they, right? Whatever was just a gun to my head with a little cash stolen. Officers began investigating once they saw media reports in which Lotsky's, of course, they, the officers were like, wait, there was these guys got robbed? They're Olympic athletes? What the heck? Lotsky, along with uh, Figan, gave their accounts to the FBI and the State Department and the U.S. Olympic Committee and the Rio Tourist Police. He told police in Rio was there was a one-armed robber. No, not a one-armed robber. There was one armed robber. Apparently he had two arms, though. I like the one-armed robber story better. Well, Fegan gave a statement claiming there were more, one of whom had a gun. Like one that had the gun stuck at the 
Ryan's head, and he was like, whatever. Police said the swimmers said that they had been intoxicated and could not remember what type or color taxi they rode in or where the robbery happened. Uh-huh. But I remembered saying, whatever, when he had a gun to my forehead. And they couldn't really say what time it occurred. I'm not really sure what time. I'm not sure when everything, you know, everything got all all blurry, you know, after that gun to my head. And I was like, whatever. Uh, Lotke uh, hops on a plane and gets back to the U.S. A good move, Ryan. It was a tremendous move on your part. Then he talks to Matt Lauer. And by the way, uh, Billy Bush was a little pissed about that, Matt, just so you know. Uh, I know you're, you're not a big man on campus there at today Show, but uh, how's Billy Bush's deal? He's a little pissed about that. But anyway, he also claims he told the robber that he refused to get down, saying to the robber, if you've got a gun, you can use it. You know, whatever. Now, Benson and Conger were hauled off the plane, and they were prevented from leaving Brazil. Chief of police, chief of civil police in Brazil, uh, said the men were inebriated, broke down the door of a bathroom, a soap dispenser, and a mirror. They refused to pay for the damage until a security guard pulled a gun on them. Then they paid. Police believe the motive to making up the robbery story could have to do with two young women who were partying with the swimmers. No. Wouldn't have anything to do with any of that. Drinking, drugs, sex. Mom and your girlfriend back at the village. Stop it. Stop it. Now, Benson Cougar have been told they can return to the United States and... uh, Now, the charge does not carry any prison time. The pair could face fines and community service. Come on now. What's his face is going to be fine? He's going to pay money to a charity, and he's going to be able to leave. Nice of him. I mean, Brazil is just pissed. They took a lot of heat. They took a lot of heat for having, you know, a dirty city. Things not ready. That kind of and security. I mean, they upped security. According to one of these stories, there were eighty-five thousand security forces. Wow! If I lived in Brazil, I'd be somewhere else doing crime. I'll tell you that. If if you were a criminal in Brazil, just stay away from Rio. Everywhere else, all the police are in Rio. You have a, you can go to, go to town, so to speak. Outside of Rio, everybody's there. Amazing. Now the U.S. Olympic Committee on Friday, yesterday, denied. We all saw reports that he was going to Lotke was going to be suspended. Uh, no. Uh, U.S. Olympic Committee said, um, no. Uh, why would we do that? A huge draw now? They didn't say that. I did. That'd be kind of stupid. Now, Ryan issued his apology letter. In the words of Ryan Lotke, you know, after his
they got down on the ground, but I refused. I was like, we didn't do anything wrong, so I'm not getting down on the ground. The guy pulled out his gun. He cocked it and put it to my forehead, and he said, get down. I put my hands up, and I was like, whatever. <laughs> that should have been that should have been the highlight, knowing that it was not true right then. I feel I, that's stupid, stupid of me. I should have read that before any of this. Before I thought, come on, Brazil, what are you doing? You're detaining Olympians because you couldn't find a cab driver? No. I should have read this first. I would have known. No one gets robbed. Puts a gun to my head and goes, whatever. I'm not getting down. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So Ryan apologizes in his apology letter. I want to apologize for my behavior last weekend for not being more careful and candid in how I described the events of that early morning and for my role in taking the focus away from the many athletes fulfilling their dreams of participating in the Olympics. Okay, let's just stop there for a second. It goes on. A couple more paragraphs. I'd just like to say that if you think that Ryan wrote this, <laughs> from the guy who said, I'm not getting down on the ground, and then he put a gun to my forehead and cocked it, I was like, whatever. I want to apologize for my behavior last weekend for not being more careful and candid in how I described the events of that early morning and for my role in taking the focus away from the many athletes fulfilling their dreams of participating in the Olympics. That does kind of piss me off. I wanted to share these thoughts until it was... I waited to share these thoughts until it was confirmed that the legal situation was addressed and it was clear that my teammates would be arriving home safely. Oh. Oh. Oh, so what would have happened if they would have not been able to leave? (laughs) It's traumatic to be out late with your friends in a foreign country with a language barrier and have a stranger point a gun at you. He's still, he's doubling down in this apology. And demand money to let you leave. Yeah, that was the security guard after you broke crap. Oh, you didn't talk about that way. But regardless of the behavior of anyone else that night, I should have been much more responsible in how I handled myself. And for that, I'm sorry to my teammates, my fans, my fellow competitors, my sponsors, my hosts of this great event. I'm very proud to represent my country in Olympic competition, and this was a situation that could and should have been avoided. I accept responsibility for my role in this happening and have learned some valuable lessons. I'm grateful for my USA swimming teammates and the USOC and appreciate all the efforts of the IOC and the Rio 16 host committee and the people of Brazil who welcomed us to Rio and worked so hard to make us sure that these Olympic Games provided a lifetime of great new memories. There has already been too much said and too many valuable resources dedicated to what happened last weekend. So I hope to spend our time celebrating the great stories and performances of these games and Look ahead to celebrating future successes. They pulled us over and pulled out their guns, and they told other swimmers to get down on the ground. They got down on the ground, but I refused. I was like, we didn't do anything wrong, so I'm not getting down on the ground. 
The guy pulled out his gun and cocked it and put it to my forehead. He said, get down. I put my hands up and I was like, whatever. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.